Hello, and you should be listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight we are joined by Adam Juniper. Hello. Final Glide Oz. Uh, hello. And Jay Chitko. Ah, oh, yeah, good day. At least we'll get one good day in there. <laughs> and the my adorable little vegan sausage. Bonjour. And I'm <laughs> Jack. Bright until I fly. Yes, you are. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, a uh, lot's been uh, going on. Hashtag ruining the hobby. Um, I've been asked by someone to not question whether your real name's Final Glide Oz or Chad <laughs> or, or Judas. Oh. Is, is this going to be like um, where, where Obama really was born, whether he was an American or not? Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do I need to get my birth certificate out? <laughs> yeah, we don't believe you're Australian. Uh, not, you know, not that you're broadcasting from Australia or that you've got an Australian accent and your name's Final Glide Oz and a lot well, of people know you in Australia. That birth certificate, you're a fraud. Well, I, I, I wouldn't expect a bunch of English English uh, uh, wingers to to um, to to go easy on me. Let's put it that way. We only we, 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 we are the scum. Yeah, we are the scum from your land because we kept on stealing your bread. Yeah, it was That's our it. bread. You've been yeah, you look. We exiled people like you for a reason. You're clearly a criminal. <laughs> well, we try. Mm. Oh God. Yeah, I, I'm. I do. I do have to say though, uh, uh, the things you can get away as an Australian in another country is just. It is criminal. It's great. It's like you do something you're not supposed to do, and they give you a horrified look, and you turn around and go, "It's right, I'm Australian." <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, <laughs> there's got to be some benefit to Is it. That, even, what? Even you if subjected us to neighbours and we're going to let you get away with some minor crimes as well. <laughs> well, look, I'm not going to defend neighbours. Look, I, I do have to, as a nation, I do have to apologise for that. And all the other countries out there have no idea what we're talking about. But I'm trust sure, me, I'm you don't sure want to be you said it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologise quite often. Massive question. Missing, yeah, in no. action, missing in action. Do you want to tell us what happened and why? And oh, we're getting we're getting straight into the uh, to the to the big questions. Why not? <laughs> well, no, okay. Um, missing in action. I was going to do a post on this because the quite honestly has been. Um, a humbling number of people that have been trying to contact me privately and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and uh, I apologize to anyone that I didn't reply to. Um, uh, this, and right in the middle of it, I just sort of cut myself off and didn't reply to anyone. But um, I, I guess it's a pretty simple answer. I, I got burnt out. I just, I'd, I'd had enough. Uh, and I'm sure if you talk to anyone who tries to make their passion into their job uh, and 
combines that with being a very public figure. Uh, I'm sure they'll tell you the point in time at which it almost tipped them over the edge, and that pretty much happened to me. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it it wasn't any one particular thing that did it, but it was a multitude of things that slowly built up, and for me, um, it got to the point where I had to do something drastic about it or something drastic. So I, I just shut myself off from everything. Um, I just went, I, I went to my quiet place. Like I'm normally a very vocal person as most people know. Um, and I don't mind being around people. I don't mind speaking, but when I go, uh, into defensive mode or not defensive mode, but when things get a bit, we get things get too hard. I go the complete opposite way. I go quiet. My my whole family knows this. So when I go quiet, um, there's something wrong, and that's when they start. Even at the same time, that's usually when I don't want to talk to anyone. So I I start getting angry at them and 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 lots of stuff. So, um, yeah. So I just needed some time to myself and and work out what was going on and i think it, it's an interesting one because for probably yeah two years now um certainly before i quit my full-time job uh flying was like every single waking spare second that i wasn't working when i was working i was thinking about flying and and all that sort of stuff because i was so passionate about it and then when I quit my job and started doing flying full time, flying encompassed everything. Uh, and there were aspects of it that um, became an issue. I, I remember speaking to about this to Tommy and then funny enough, which is a, another controversial subject, my very first vlog that I did, I speak to about, about it in, uh, in that with Tommy about how uh, I noticed that I need to sub sub uh, subjugate or uh, split up my my fun flying with the quote unquote professional flying. So flying in front of a camera um, and flying with other people, flying in competitions, uh, because there's a difference. Uh, essentially, for me, there is a big difference between trying to make an episode for Rotor Riot and flying with friends where you know the outcome is nothing but having fun it's not trying to outdo someone it's mm. not trying to learn a new move it's just trying to have good fun and going ha going home totally <laughs> laughing i found myself the uh the weight scale i found that the professional style flying was uh taking over the the uh, the fun flying or the personal flying the passion flying probably ninety to one and it was having a go at me um, combine that with no other way to put it the bullshit that seems to go on social media these days um, and I'm I'm not going to point the finger at anyone because I know I'm I'm guilty of it as well. But the negativity, the hate, the crap that goes on in in Facebook, the Facebook warriors, the swearing, the the um, 
the the pointing of the fingers as someone who probably still spends too much time on it like facebook it's kind, that's kind of that's my the social media is my my outlet to way to build my brand build rotor riot's brand and, and plus i just like socializing um when you're on there four to five day four to five hours a day which i had been um anyone will understand you, you tend to focus on the negative more than you focus on the positive and it just starts eating at you it, it just starts eating at you uh, and it's not a good thing and when i had close friends start reaching out to me and basically sh telling me that i was becoming those hating people that i hated and knew something was going wrong and combine that with the fact with what was happening with the flying that it was everything was frustrating me so much to the point that I never wanted to go out flying just for fun it all start started wearing down uh, to the point where uh, my last trip over in LA I totally lost it at a road ride shoot and walked out and just I can't do this guys I, I can't fucking do it uh, and there was a number of reasons for doing that but um, yeah, I sat down and had a good talk with Capper and he was very understanding of the situation. And I just decided um, shortly after that that I needed to have a break. And um, I'm not one to say, hey, guys, I'm having a break because of this. It was just kind of like, look, I've just, got, I've just got to go. So I walked and I had some quiet time with me. And the entire time I really just... I wanted to uh, focus on why I was doing what I was doing um, and the direction in which I was going versus the direction that I wanted to go and what I was passionate about. And I basically just, I got back to my roots about doing what I'm passionate about. Um, and that really is just... Um, Doing things like Rotor Riot, which I'm very, very passionate about. There's a lot of people out there saying, "Hey, have you have you left Rotor Riot?" No, it's not. It's not the case. It's just that I happen to be a bit like Carlos at the moment, where I'm not around to do episodes. Plus, the fact that I went um, quiet on on social media, um, uh, my presence within Rotor Riot sort of disappeared. Um, so yeah, I'm still a part of Rotor Riot, but I just needed some time to myself at that, and that basically meant not flying um up until about three days ago i hadn't done any flying for fun just for the pure fun since my trip to ibiza i can't even remember when that was and i basically i haven't flown hadn't really flown a quad at all since sort of uh, mid-december last year i just uh, I, i've got I had i've got batteries there that was charged from like two months ago that were still fully charged and um yeah i just i just needed time to find me and find what i'm passionate about for me it's 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 not the fame it's not money and by the way i don't make any money people seem to think that i that i've got this lavish life i don't make money i've uh i've i've probably spent all of my savings and i've had to sell things like my sailplane my glider that i own to keep this up um, because it's certainly not a, a high paying job uh, at all. Um, I mean, my, my dealings with Rotor Riot is through a, a holiday visa, so I, I'm not allowed to get paid 
I wrote a riot. So I, I don't, um, uh, I, I've got to be very careful what I do in that regard. So no, I'm not needing a high paid job. Yes, I'm getting some wonderful um, opportunities and getting to do some amazing things with some amazing people, but um, that doesn't pay the bills. Uh, and I've been slowly going backwards uh, with my savings uh, to a point where I'm reassessing uh, what I need to do with my life to allow myself to continue uh, on this path. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I just needed to get back to the passion. And three days ago, I started flying again uh, for me, which is probably the most important thing that I could have done. Um, I, I'm not interested in putting a video out to try and prove that I'm the best freestyle pilot in the world or I can invent a new trick that no one's ever seen or I can get footage that no one has ever seen. I'm passionate about the stuff that I put out particularly on my YouTube channel uh, and I will put that stuff out when I'm passionate and I've got something that I want to put out. If I don't, then I don't and that's why no one's seen anything on there for two months because I, I've just, I've, I've lost the passion. Um, well, I shouldn't say I've lost, the, I had lost the passion. It's slowly coming back again but I don't want to push it um, and I actually put a GoPro on the, on the quad for the first time yesterday and it didn't make me mad, <laughs> which is a cool thing. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to that with a new vigor and a new passion that I had uh, many months ago that I'd previously lost. So I guess I would I would say to a lot of people out there, and there's so many people that are really pushing in this hobby. You see them putting out videos. You see them making a name for themselves. I would only ask those people to ask themselves genuinely, why are you doing this? And what do you hope to achieve by doing it? Um, I think there's a, there's a lot of people out there that, that, that want to make this a full-time career. And I don't, I've got nothing against that. I mean, I'm trying to do that as well. Uh, I, I would only say that this industry is still young. So if you think you can make a couple of videos or win a couple of races and then become extremely well off or very, very comfortable with money in this industry as a pilot, I think you probably re need to reassess things because I don't know any pilots out there and I know all the top pilots unless I'm missing out on something. I don't know any pilot out there that's making a good living doing this. They do it because they're very passionate and they're only just getting by. The only people out there within the multi-rotor industry that are making money are manufacturers. Hmm. That's it. So uh, if you want to if you want to chase in most industries, yep. you know, if you do something creative yep. and fun, the chances of you making money as well are pretty limited. Exactly. Yeah. So look, if you want to do this because you're passionate about it then go for it. I'm not going to argue. This is, this is your life, your decision. And I'm still doing this because I'm passionate about it. But don't think that because you see uh, a video of me in Ibiza uh, flying around making videos, don't think that um, it's all green on the other side. Uh, I, I would say the only professional pilot out there that... I, 
Okay, I'll put it to you guys. Who do you, who do you guys think uh, is the the pilot out there that's making the most money? Well, I read um, Johnny FPV is making a few quid, but through sponsors, and I read that today. But you know what the news is like; it's all a load of rubbish. So who knows? Oh, yeah, I, know. I I've heard it's. Um... Carlos, because he's a Mexican drug lord. <laughs> oh well, drug importing is a different thing altogether, isn't it? Um, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's somebody with a, a big rig who does videos for movies. You know, somebody who does stuff for the BBC. Yeah. Um, realistically, the the people who fly FPV races, the you, you see some people quoting, "Oh, I'm making a reasonable living," or "Oh, um, that." That kid won quarter of a million dollars. The 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 reality of it uh, is very very different. Um, and um, yeah, I, I don't know if I should mention who makes the most money, but I have a pretty good idea of who makes what, and I'm pretty sure I know who makes the most money. And I only know of one pilot that's making a full time career on this with full time type of wages, and even he had to take a big pay cut to do what he's doing. And was that through media, um, but, though? Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 more through media rather than actually flying. Mm. So, I mean, maybe I'm 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 dwelling on this. I'm I'm probably dwelling on this too much, but I, I think the realities need to be put out there. And I mean, I've been told in the past, oh well, look, if people think that you're making a lot of money, then that's good for the industry because um, then uh, any future employers or uh, sponsors that want to uh, take you on uh, will want to offer you more money because they think that the uh, the level is higher. I, I I just like to put some reality out there. Uh, we do it because we're passionate, and I, I still think that there is an industry coming up. But I mean, it's not this sort of like oh, in six months we're going to have millionaires or like rock stars on some stuff. It just doesn't work like that. So. But um, yeah, speaking I, I, of a, an industry coming up, coming up, what um, was I reading about a uh, military project? Well, it's not speaking military of project. Things, yeah. The um, oh, in, in one of the uh, you know, the tech uh, websites today, they were talking about the quad bike, you know, flying quad bike. Anyway, oh, cool, yeah, uh, yeah, apparently that's uh. Now moving, moving on a pace with military funding, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. I want one. Yeah, we still tech have, always makes I it mean, to civilian tech. <laughs> I, I, I want to bitch. Like we, we still haven't seen the hover bike. How long has it been since Back to the Future came out? We still haven't seen the hover bike. I mean, what's going on? No, there is that hover board that goes hover, across the lake. Sorry, hover board, the yeah. yeah, the Malloy hover bike is uh, is on its way. Yeah, not right, not right. Uh, I, uh, I mean, self-lacing shoes for a start. Yeah, that's yeah. a hard and annoying thing that I have to do every day. It feels like somebody should have fixed. And, and light <laughs> up bottom shoes, they've done that. Yeah, which, I, frankly, I didn't have a problem with. I could usually see where I was going or, there were, you know, how much to light I, up I, shoes I, help. I want the self-adjusting, self-drying and talking vest. <laughs> yes. We all want one of them. That's called a wife beater, isn't it? 
Jack. We, we talk about we talk about all of the um, the interesting uh, and important FPV subjects here on Let's Drone Out. So thank you, absolutely, everyone, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs> we do go off subject quite often. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's what so keeps our audience sane. Into the Patreon so that Tony can boost posts on Facebook that no one reads or is pointless because <laughs> I never give him the links that he needs. He I've offered him my login, but you know. It sounds very much like a, a bunch of bloody palms. Yeah, <laughs> I know, like, oh man. You're just keeping it real, you know what I mean? Oh, I know, Tony. <laughs> Drives me nuts, man. He gets all excited, you know, rings me about eight times before the show. It's just... because you're so bloody laid back. You don't give a shit oh, about mate, it. Eight o'clock is eight o'clock. Nothing is going to change it. Do you know what I mean? It, or in your case, five past eight is eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so for, everyone. for anyone listening outside of either Australia or England, um, this is where I want to point out. This is what English people sound like all the time in our country. They they just they bitch about the weather. They bitch about this. They bitch about that. They just never stops. La da 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 da. Oh, Jack and Tony are the epitome of the typical English whinging. Oh. <laughs> so I, I have a question. Britain and the British will continue to bitch forever and ever because around about nineteen thirty. Five, Winston Churchill decided we would give up the empire to save the world from Hitler. And we did, and now we're very upset about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally fine with it, man. I, you know, well, I'm glad Hitler isn't around anymore. He's a complete that, jerk. That, I mean, it so was Eddie, the right, Andy, I'm not saying it wasn't the right decision. I'm just Eddie, saying Andy, you, had more treats. Treats, you? you had a question, didn't you? You had a question. Sorry. Chad was about to ask a sensible question. Stop it, you two. We need a electrical... I was about to try and bring this back on topic, but I just thought I'd let you guys get out of your system first. Go on, then. Bring us on topic. What I hate about the hobby is that you're pouring your heart out here, Chad, right? And someone's already thumbs down this video. Have they? Yeah, that's like, okay. Whoever that person is, it, it I probably hate was Chad. It was in the last I, minute, though. I think. I I think that's probably because uh, Tony is on it. We know everyone hates Tony, so um, yeah. we we uh, we apologise for uh, for Tony's presence. It won't happen sorry. again. <laughs> I'm yeah. now. You sure it's not uh, our evil competitors? <laughs> well, it could be. No, it's it's Trace Van Quad. Trace, you evil man. Yeah, he's allowed to do that. He's got a better yeah. podcast than us. I, I, right. in the uh, in the chat, Tom Tom Smith is well. well it's because I'm running it. Um, Tom Tom Smith, like once upon a time, you were flying quite dangerously, and I I, I called you out on a video, and I was like, "Dude, you are going to kill someone one of these days," and you haven't yet. And uh, I'd just like to apologise if I would like I ruined the hobby by saying that to you. Um, if you can let me know if I'm a bad person, because like now I've got I've got Captain. Uh, well, it's C four P T one N five four N zero commented as a first time viewer of your channel. I just went 
to watch your intro video containing footage of a drone that could have easily fail-safed into any one of the people that it was being piloted around. So, yeah, and it's just stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, sorry, I, yeah. I think I have an opinion on this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I had a spot. Anyone, any, anyone, anyone who gets into this kind of thing early on tends to become, I think, a bit of the Facebook police kind of thing. I know I've been there. I've, I've pulled people aside and said, look, you were flying down your street. I think that's a little bit dangerous. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone's worried about what the governing organizations are going to do um, in terms of regulation. Uh, I mean, well, you're going to destroy the hobby with what your actions are and the government's going to see your video and they're going to ban everything. Uh, this has been going on since Trappy started uh, flying his wings in places that he shouldn't have been flying it. Uh, if it was going to happen, it would have already happened. Uh, so the way that I look at it, there's two, there's two different scenarios that you can break this up into, regulation and safety. Now, regulation is not up for interpretation because there's a set of rules that the government put out there. So you're either breaking regulation or you're not. Now, that's not for us to discuss. That's for the government organization too. If they see your video and decide you're breaking regulation, you're going to get contacted and they're going to send you out a fine or put you to court. Simple as that. Hmm. Um, then there's safety. And I've had... So much to do with so many things that a lot of the regulation, to be honest, I don't give a toss about. I hate the regulation. This most of the re regulation that is out whoa, there has whoa, been written. Whoa, the R word, man. Yeah. We, oh, we well, reserve that for you know uh, Slate and Tony. No, some, some of us are, <laughs> are, are dyslexic on this <laughs> podcast, and we find that highly okay. offensive, Chad. Well, that, you know, that's good. I, I, I try it's my not my fault to, to offence. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the, uh, any, yeah, the regulation is really up to the government authorities uh, to enforce. And I hate a lot of the regulation out there because most of it was written before FPV even existed. Yeah. As far as safety is concerned, safety is completely different to regulation. And... In safety is a personal opinion that changes from one person to the other. What I consider safe, someone else considers unsafe. And I think that's where we have our problems right there. To me, safety is uh, satisfactorily mitigating risks. Not to a point where you're never going to have a problem. If, like, if you get to a point where you go uh, two hours drive away from anyone around you so that you're not even within the flight path of anything, you rope it off and you put a cage over the top of it, that's the only way you're never going to have a problem. But what is the point of that? Um, I mean, these, these uh, places like the FAA, their whole exi existence is to ensure that what we do is safe. Now, if they looked hard enough at full-scale aviation, they'd find that dangerous you take off kill yourself why would you want to do that uh the problem is there's always going to be risk there uh so uh appropriately mitigating the risks 
is what I look for. Uh, and that's basically going around and going, look, is there a possibility that something, uh, someone could get hurt or property could get hurt in a way that is kind of silly? Um, so, for example, if you're flying over people or flying over a highway or something like that that's being used, that's not success, uh, successfully mitigating the risks in my mind because, I mean, we have fail-safes all the time. We have ESCs burn out all the time and you fall out of the sky. Uh, ensuring to the best that you possibly can that no one is going to walk into your flight area, um, that to me is um, appropriately mitigating the risks. That's what it comes down to. So just because you're flying in an urban environment, just because you're diving down the side of a building, just because you're doing something where maybe at some point in time doesn't mean that it's unsafe. It's how you go about that. And the one thing that I notice is a lot of people will judge videos based on the end product and they haven't seen what's going through that. Now, if someone's diving um, over a street full of people or cars or something like that and I've seen my fair share of them, then okay, yeah, I agree, I agree that, that that is dangerous. But at the same time, um, I stop. Uh, I don't agree with people jumping on and pointing fingers and saying that's inappropriate and I think we should call the FAA on you and all that sort of stuff. Um, because to me, it, in this day and age, it doesn't fix anything. Why do I know that it doesn't fix anything? Because I've been in that boat too. I've done that before and I've seen that all it does is just cause arguments and doesn't actually get anywhere. So if you don't like it, don't watch it. And don't think that your actions by re, uh, reacting to it and and being an asshole on uh, on you on YouTube because or Facebook because that's the way those people will see it. Don't think that your reaction is actually going to change their point of view. A lot of the times, if they're uh, someone who likes to act out, it's going to make them go out and do another retaliation video that's worse. If people are going to do it, they're going to do it. And if the governing body doesn't like it, then they're going to act on it and mm. as far as as far as the rules about fpv i think the rules in most countries are very very antiquated like i said most of these rules were written before fpv was even around and we're using this gray area to try and um, assume many rules and regulations as far as safety is concerned it's already there uh most of these countries already have rules just like people who are like worried about um Privacy. There's already privacy rules there. We already have them in place. Now, if someone is truly being dangerous and unsafe with regards to other people's um, uh, safety and other people's property. All these governments already have the rules and regulations to crack down on them, put them in court and scare the crap out of them, give them a fine. So we don't need to rewrite the rules. What we need to rewrite is the, um, the government's understanding of what FPV is. Yeah. Like in my country, and most of these countries, it's so uh, I must not go out of line of sight. So if I fly behind the back of my house or even behind a tree, I'm flying illegally. I mean, that's stupid. That is really stupid. But that's with regards to safety and off. privacy, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but with regards to um, uh, privacy and safety, uh, they've already got that down pat because they've been dealing that for uh, the, the aviation governing bodies. They've already been dealing with that for over 100 years. So 
it's nothing it's nothing new to those bodies so yeah perverts and their ladders man like tony right <laughs> sitting in trees looking at mate i just go around rescuing people's quads out of trees that's what i do are you, are you the official quad quad the quad whisperer are you i have a big pole <laughs> <laughs> i've i've got a pole outside that i made from it's a wooden a long wooden pole that's had that's got a metal pole taped to it then it's got another bit of wood attached to it and it can get a third of the way up the trees outside and i combined that with a 20-foot ladder and i can usually get the quads out of the trees my pole is what you do foot. with it that counts yeah <laughs> i thought tony was talking about his gentleman's part <laughs> i didn't think tony talked about anything but you know the quadcopter is just the extension of his pervert <laughs> device <laughs> um yeah we're joined by uh b uh what is it bms BMS. Yeah. yes oh, sorry. Hey, I, I, Paul! Paul. hello chad and hello everyone else hi so i thought i'd is even the... out the aussies and the pommies so there's three <laughs> yeah each. it is yeah three three aside yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, Joe. Don't matter how long you live here. Even if you are up north, you're still <laughs> southern yeah. hemisphere. So, I, well, I'm well, quite proud of it. Paul's in the action now. So, tell me, Paul, what what's going on in your neck of the woods? It's been a while since we've spoken. Uh, look, nothing spectacular. The racing season's about to kick off for us. Um, I think, as most Bastards. of you guys would be aware, Thomas is into uh Well, he really enjoys the racing. So we're going to have our first race. I think it's um, this is with the MMRC group uh, this Sunday, um, and then basically from there on, we'll just see how the year unfolds. Thomas is in Year Twelve, so that may limit him in terms of what he can and can't do this year. But um, look, he's enjoying it. He's having fun flying, and he just so that's all that matters to him. And he's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I th I think that's the main thing. Um, with Hock, he's been to a, f a couple of international events um, and done well at some of the bigger races here. But yet, like, he'll go out and do some smaller club things and people are surprised that he's interested in doing those. And I think what a lot of people don't get is the fact that he just loves flying. So it doesn't matter whether he's flying at the World Drones or um, in Dubai or flying with just a, a bunch of mates, you know what I mean? It's yeah. still the same, the same level of fun. He goes out and races with some of the local guys and it's just as exciting. And, and he's better than his old man. Oh, that sucks, man. I can't believe that he's actually... I've, I've worked so hard to try and, um, I suppose, bridge the gap between him. And I've actually improved phenomenally, especially in the last two months, right? Um, but whatever track we do, he's still a good three seconds faster than me. It's just nuts. I just... I can't close the gap. No matter how much I improve, the gap is still there. Just it mm. hasn't gotten any closer at all. Them young fingers and young brain. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I just can't understand the rate of improvement that he's actually getting. It's just, I, I don't, I don't understand how it works. Like, the way he was flying a month ago to the way he's flying now, it's completely different. Look, when he's old enough, ply him with alcohol and just get him absolutely munted and seek your revenge. Then slap him about a bit. He won't remember. Kill a few of his brain cells. <laughs> try and get him to drink and drone. Then he's going to get his quad stuck in a tree. That should slow him down a bit. 
Actually, speaking of getting quads stuck in the tree, I got my DJI Mavic stuck in a tree, uh, I think it was just over a week ago. No. So I was, I was quite pleased with that, you know what I mean? Thomas just couldn't believe that I actually ran into a tree with all the obstacle avoidance and everything. And the irony <laughs> was I was trying to get a shot of Thomas um, and I was trying to follow him on this track and I decided if I hold full um, left bank, I'd be able to do this awesome tracking shot. Um, and, I, and I couldn't keep up no matter how fast I went with the Mavic. So I, I went a little bit further back and basically just tried to time it so I could get the speed up on the Mavic and I'd be able to track him on the whole shot. And it was looking really good until all of a sudden I noticed all these branches and this thing freaking landed on the top of the highest tree in a park, <laughs> in a park that we're at. Are we going to get to Is see that, that? Were you near a river? Sorry? Were you near a river? No, we weren't. It was oh. well. Luckily, we were nowhere near water. But it was just—it was this really, really. It was, it was it wasn't that high. I'd probably say what a good 30, 40 feet. But trying to get that's the wrong way. If you need to get a thing down, isn't it? Yeah. So I had to actually call upon an expert who um, what's the guy's name? Thomas. It's yes. Pierce, one of the local guys here who does. I think he does all sorts of climbing and um, recovered it for me. So that was pretty cool. So I've got my Mavic back again. But look, I've, I felt really good. I mean, I crashed my Mavic. I feel like a real genuine AI pilot. You know what I mean? I can fly as high as I like. I can do whatever I like. And now. crash it. <laughs> and crash it. How are you getting on with the Mavic? The are you, do you find it complains about the wind? Ah, look, it complains about the wind. I think the biggest drama I had with the Mavic was, look, I, the quads that we fly, I've only flown the quads that we fly, which are the ones flying in full acro mode. So you do everything. And when you fly the Mavic, it just flies so freaking different to a what we would call a conventional quad. You're basically yeah. asking it to go left or go right. I mean, throttle is basically up and down. It's not really throttle. It's up and down. Yeah, yeah. Um, pitch forward is forward and back. It doesn't lose altitude, even in its sport mode. So you're never actually really flying a quad. And when you realize that you're never actually really flying it, it takes you a while to develop trust in the actual unit itself. So that's probably the biggest issue I've had, actually trusting that it's going to do the right thing. Hmm. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it complains about when it complains about lots of things, but it seems to be able to handle it. I think the way DJI have actually set it up, it's really going to pop up a, a shitload of bloody um, warnings for you to make sure you don't get yourself into yeah. strife. And I think if when you I fly a lot of DJI things, um, and only two things regularly do warnings, the old Inspire which is always yep. complaining that it doesn't have enough power, the first version. Um, okay. And the Mavic, which kept, just every time I flew it, it was like, oh, it's windy, I don't like it, I'm scared. Um, well, whatever, the little yellow box, you know, with a triangle. Well, it's funny you say that, because I, I took it, it out. It we were out at Phillip Island. It, we were out in Phillip Island. It was really windy. Well, it was reasonably windy, for well, what I would have thought for the Mavic, and it was complaining about the wind. So I thought... But it carried it on just fine. It, it well, didn't it did, seem so to have any... <laughs> What I decided to do was fly against it the wind to see if it could penetrate the wind, and it could, and it was having no dramas at all. So I just flew out, got the shots I wanted, and it was all right. So I think the way they've got it geared up... Is you just um, get you a know. scary message, but you don't need it. Yeah, that's, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah. Be, yeah. Sorry. So, was there a tree warning? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're going forward. Oh, I tried to fly through a gate. I tried to fly through a gate. With the um, uh, obstacle avoidance on, I couldn't actually get it to fly through a gate. I tried to fly the Inspire 2 into me and it refused. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, Man, didn't have, I didn't have an obstacle, wait, wait, I didn't wait, have an obstacle wait, wait, near okay. me. Yeah. And I needed to test it for the, the, for wait, the review. You did, the, you did that deliberately? Yeah. 
I was gonna, I was gonna duck <laughs> if it all went wrong. <laughs> Look, if you ever have to try that again, please film it. And do it towards <laughs> your neck. Make sure it's your neck. Yeah. Just for added, you know, impact. If it... So yeah. Chad, no, I mean, I have to say, I'm reflecting. DJ it wasn't a great them. idea. <laughs> anyway, next issue of Drone Magazine, everyone. That's yeah. Inspire one versus Inspire two. Cool. Look forward to reading The Earth is definitely flat. Um. Have we got any um any people in the chat wanting to ask anyone uh, Chad any questions? Yeah, there is actually. Um. Well, Tom Smith says more Chad, less DGI. Chad, start talking, mate. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, sorry. He needs a moment to breathe. Yeah. Chad, have you ever made out with Tommy? Have I made out with Tommy? Well, we did go on a mandate. That was actually um, kind of nice. <laughs> I do like Tommy. He's the suave one, though. If I if I had to um, if I had to get married with any of the Rotor Riot guys, it would be um, it would definitely be Tommy. But I'd be having an affair with Carlos. I mean, seriously, you can't can't you can't knock, knock Carlos back. <laughs> Surely no, he is um, the one making the most money because he works for Pixar. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know no, how I mean. much. I don't know how much money he makes exactly, oh, but Pixar look, money must be great. It's Disney, mate. He, you know what I mean? Um, for an evil corporation. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, isn't he part very of Club passionate. 37? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. No, yeah. uh, Carlos is very, very passionate about what he does. He always said, "Look, I, I'd, I'd love to, to fly quads." Full time, but he said, "I've got a job that I'm still very passionate about. Um, the money is good as well, and so there's we have full understanding why he's very busy because he's 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 got two passions, uh, and one of them he gets paid paid to do. So um, uh, he's he's very lucky in that in that regard, and." We're just happy to have Carlos whenever we can get him, to be quite honest. Um, and he's always going, oh, I don't feel like I'm contributing enough. And it's kind of like, Carlos, just every time you turn up, it's that little bit, little nugget of gold, which is um, which makes it all worthwhile. So we've got a, got a lot of time for Carlos. I, I think you should just get a cardboard Carlos and get him to animate it, you know, when he's well, not yeah. there. What we were going to do, I actually wanted to ask Christian, who edits the videos, I wanted to go through all the old uh, Red Riot videos, and uh, we will basically uh, get all the different sayings that he says and put them on a randomizer, and then put yeah. them behind that cardboard cutout, and never just out of nowhere. Oh. Go, well, let, let's make a video. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, Carlos Soundboard would be wicked. Yeah. Someone get on that. Wait, 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 wait. Well, look. Okay, I got my. Can you imagine the Carlos sound pack for the Tyrannus? So, well, it's funny you mentioned that. So, ready? I'm going to put this up to my microphone. I'm happy yeah. you can hear this. Ready? Look at those cool boots. Did that come out? No, we not could, really. We can hear something. Oh well, no. Try it's, it. Try it's it. it, it it's it's Carlos it's Carlos and one of his one of his stupid sayings which I've put on there. So 
Both me and Tommy um, have got Carlos sayings uh, on the startup of our Tyrannus. Oh, mate. Like, he's, I'll always remember the bit. It was like killing an animal. That was the, you know, like, take it, remo- not removing the props. That's oh, fine. I'm Sharpoo. And, and we were kicking it. And it was like trying to kill an animal. Yep. Obviously, Tony's not down with that, but I was like, holy <laughs> shit. By the way, uh, Dan Upton texts me. He says, DreamWorks, not Pixar, you idiot. I was going to point you out on that. He's he's not a part of Disney, but I was like, no, don't correct, don't correct the English people. They hate that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it gives us something to apologize well. about. We love apologizing. That's our thing. <laughs> Right. What's the next? What's the next question? We have other questions. I've got. No, hang on. I have got a a statement. Our swishy or our w i s h no c h y f p v. Chad, why haven't you set up a Patreon page? Considering what you put into the sport slash hobby. It's something that I have considered. So. My my YouTube channel is monetized. I did that years ago because someone said, "Hey, you should monetize the channel." But I, I use I use the songs that I was either listening to or sends the message or something I'm passionate about. And ninety nine percent of the time, those songs are copyrighted. Um, I fully know that using them, and I'm fine with that, knowing that I'm not going to be able to make any money on it. And uh, the YouTube, my YouTube channel is, it's it's a way to express my emotions. Um, I I don't want to be, hey guys, if I make a video once a week or whatever, um, uh, that's going to make me more money. I, I I I it's it's my passion and I want to keep it that way. That said, yeah, I've I've considered uh, Patreon, uh, Patreon, whatever you want to call it. Uh, people have, um, have suggested that to me. Um. I kind of look at the grand scheme of things and I go, okay, well, is this going to make me require me to upload at a consistent rate? Uh, are people going to be disappointed if I, if I don't can upload at a consistent rate because they're putting money in, in, in Patreon? Um, and, and all those kinds of things, um, um, uh, they're all something I think about. But I, I've been thinking lately about uh, opening one of those accounts and just saying, look, if you want to uh, put forward, then great. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to mention it on every single one of my videos. Um, and I'm not going to guarantee that I bring a video out once a week or twice a week or whatever. It's it's when I'm doing what I'm doing. So um, I I guess so long as if, if people want to help me out um, and it's not requiring me to split from uh, what my intentions are for things like that YouTube channel, then that's fine. But I don't know. I'm a bit stubborn in my... I, I've got a very strict set, uh, set of morals and guidelines that I like to live by. It most certainly is not the most financially well-off way to live, but it's it's the way that... Um, it's the way that... that my body ticks to keep me passionate about the things that I do. So um, I've made a lot of decisions where I've knocked back opportunities for money for lots of moral reasons. Um, 
uh, you can look in that both ways. Whether you class that as right or wrong really comes down to how you view your morals in life and they all change. But, yeah, I'm, I'm considering it. I'm considering it. I, I know that, uh, I, like, I've spoken to Paul about things like monetizing YouTube accounts and stuff and and I know he's made a, a not a large sum of money but a bit of money there that's gone into buying things like microphones and things like that for for his YouTube channel, BMS Web. Don't um, lie. He spent it on the Mavic because he's ruined his warranty yeah. and flew it into a tree. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. My wife actually purchased that for me. By the way, we've got Thomas here too. Hello. Yeah, I can hear him in the background. Hey, Thomas. Yeah, so, I mean, what, what's your thoughts on all that sort of stuff on, uh, on Patreon and, and, and making money? Uh, what's, what have you tried to do uh, in your time? Because, I mean, you've got a bigger, you've got a bigger, more subscribers than I do, I think. Uh, like you, well, you got like a hundred thousand or something like that subscribers, don't you, Paul? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm a tiny channel. I think we're about at the thirty thousand mark, or just under the thirty thousand mark. We haven't. Um, we're not. I mean, you, you guys, you've shot right up. But no, look. As far as Patreon goes, um, I had a number of people ask me to do that. Now, just me. I can see everyone's doing it, but I just, I just feels wrong to take money off people. Um, that are watching our videos, which I, I, I like I said, just doesn't sit right with me. So I know I just I, 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 I don't I don't get it. I don't understand why anyone should have to pay money to Thomas and myself, um, you know, for 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 putting out videos. I don't know. That, that's, that's just my thoughts on it. I mean, am I stupid or what? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What? I. I yes, you are. We, what? we have, this, we have the same. We we have the same sort of thought train there. I, I I'm doing something that I'm passionate about, and there's I don't want that passion to be undermined with the responsibility of keeping the customers, quote unquote, happy with uh, the quantity of the content. So like, I mean, my whole missing in action section would. The Patreon um, people be happy with that if I just didn't post for two months. I, I don't know. Maybe they would, uh, but I, I think yeah, it would be I, fine I feel, with I feel it similar. as long as we know you're not dead. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it would be different if it was a sort of like funeral fund. Because we we know how emotionally unstable you are, and we respect yeah. that. You know, we I, we I, just I, want you to live, Chad. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we just want to I, know I, I, that you're right. The, the way that I look at it is there's so much stuff out there. Like I've had these offers of money that um, if you don't have full-time employment somewhere else, it's kind of loose change. And I know mm -hmm. lots of small stuff adds up to, to something decent after a while, but I mean... It's kind of like uh, sponsors that want to pay me $500 a month to use their gear. That undermines my morals um, as a pilot to be able to truly be, um, uh, truly be independent and do what I want. I know there's people out there that seem to think that I'm one-sided on things and that's never going to change, but I want my to be able to do what I want and I... I know, look, as a sponsored pilot, you get free gear and all that sort of stuff. But to me, cash kind of... Um, if someone's going to offer me enough money to live on, okay, then that's a slightly different deal. 
uh, and that's where you need to reassess things. Everyone's got their price, but for a small amount of money, you're, I'm not going to say selling out, you're, you're giving a lot of yourself away and putting a lot of yourself at risk and your, your brand and your reputation at risk um, for very little game. Now, I think uh, a lot of people out there, like they follow pilots that are well known. Uh, I think a lot of people would be quite surprised that what some pilots get for what they do that they don't tell the general public about. Uh, and some people would be fine with that, some people wouldn't. But I can go out there and say the stuff that I use is because I'm genuinely passionate about it. Um, there, there's no monetary, um, there is no monetary uh, swing in this. And they can go, well, you get free gear. I said, well, look, I, I fly KISS right now. I could just as easily go to race flight and get the same amount of stuff from them. Uh, so it's no. not the stuff that I'm getting. Um, but I, it's, uh, it's, I fly with what I'm, what I'm passionate about and knowing that if I went to someone else, um, they'd probably be happy to have me on board. Uh, so yeah, it, it's the whole money thing like, uh, is an interesting one. And, uh, I'm, I'm reassessing my financial position at the moment and I'm actually talking to some large companies about how I can help them. And these companies are all over the place just uh, with some of the, um, the, the ties that I know about me working either contract work or full-time work with these people to help research and development. Uh, I love making new and cool shit. Rather than hype train stuff, I like to make stuff that is genuinely improvement. And I, but I also know that a lot of this stuff is plateauing. Uh, the gains that we're getting is less and less. So I, I like to work with companies uh, as a sponsored pilot to improve their product of what I already think is good. But I'm getting the chance now to work with some of the bigger companies and maybe some outside companies that don't have much to do with FPV to uh, get more seriously in the research and development side of things. So that's kind of an interesting thing. So yeah, Patreon's something I'm thinking about to get back to the, to the, the original question. Something I'm thinking about but reality, it's it's kind of it's kind of a change for someone who does this full time, um, and yeah, I've, I've got to think about it some more. Anyway, that was a that was a very long answer. I, I quite like some people's approaches to Patreon. Regards, look, I'm sure you get sent a lot of free things, right? Like you know the RC model review. You probably yep. get sent a free a couple of samples or whatever. I think if you just did a little bit of bonus content or gave out those little free bits or a, a couple of final glide stickers, I think the change would be quite nice to be part of a intimate circle with you. Do you know what I mean? To help out. That's, that's definitely a possibility. I would answer that only by saying to give all that stuff away, I actually need to get it. Uh, I actually knock back probably 95% of the stuff out there. Like the only stuff that I really accept is stuff that I go, actually, that looks kind of cool. I hate accepting free stuff just because I'm a well-known personality just for the sake of getting free stuff. So mm. I, a couple of times a week, I probably get, hey, I've got a new frame. If, if I send it out to you, will you fly it and tell me what you think about it? 
um, unless it's something that's really new or different or really gets my interest, I usually say that looks really cool, but but thank no thank you. Um, mainly because I, I I don't want to feel like I'm just taking free shit because I'm a, I'm somebody I, that doesn't feel mm -hmm. right for me. So in the same reason oh, that Paul doesn't props. like uh, what's that? Props. You're a HQ pilot, and you? Yeah, um, I used to get a whole heap of complete random and crazy props from Zong, and I used to get a lot. And I actually told him stop. I don't need it. Um, when I need some, yeah. I will give you some. So I've got a maybe four bags of my own V1S signature prop, uh, and a couple of different types that I that I use for testing on some stuff. But I certainly don't have a massive box. I did at some stage, and I went to some fun flies with group fly meets, and I gave them all away. And I said to Zong, I said, please stop giving me all this stuff because I don't use it and I don't want to waste it. So, yeah, yeah I, I could do that, but I'd have to start accepting that stuff. And you, make, you do bring up a good point. But, yeah, I just wanted to point out I don't get a complete huge load of free stuff simply because I knock it back because it doesn't feel right for me to accept it. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I wasn't saying, you know, you've made a new house out of the, the new stuff, you know. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, but, I mean, the stuff that I do get, I do tend to, to give it away. So, I mean, that is another yeah. option that I didn't think of. So, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, uh, Craig, ask what ideas and... Uh, ambitions does chad have in this year for fpv uh my ambitions yeah come to the uk that's interesting one, isn't it? yeah that's well worth yeah, the, this, last year i did a lot of traveling with rotor right and um you hated it and Ganga, uh i i visited so many amazing places and i I want to do it some more. For a minute um, then, I thought, yeah, I visited loads of amazing places and I thought, why ruin it by going to see the UK? <laughs> 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 I, I was willing for you to say that. <laughs> I think he's scared off from the whinging. No, no, not, not, not quite. I mean, uh, I, did, I did a lot. To, a, to an extent, I'm, I'm over-travelling, but uh, I know it's part of my... It's part of my quote-unquote job. It's what I've got to do. And I enjoy going out to a new place and I enjoy meeting. I hate the actual traveling. I hate the time zone changes. After a while, it nearly kills you. Um, but uh, I really enjoy doing it. And a bit more of a trip to Europe uh, and England uh, is what I want to do next. They're my plans that, that I personally want to do next, whether I do that through Rotor Riot or through uh, by myself, uh, we'll find out. And it's funny you mention that because I, um, to at tonight actually, uh, it's morning here tonight. I'm jumping on a plane. I'm flying to Switzerland. Um, it it's not really to go out and fly with people. It's more business orientated. Uh, I'm talking to some people over there um, for some business reasons. Um, and I've also heard that there's so much snow there at the moment that uh, I probably won't be doing much flying anyway. I really hope to get out and do some flying, and when I do, 
Um, I'm going to, if I get a chance, I'm going to uh, find some people to fly with and all that stuff. But yeah, I want to do some more, some more. Uh, Man, you'll be so close. Traveling. Yeah. Uh, oh, My, yeah. To, to answer to to te- to answer the question, two parts. Rotor Riot has a, a mission statement which has always been a part of my goal and one of the reasons why I'm passionate about Rotor Riot, and that's to grow the hobby, educate people, and inspire people as well as entertaining them. Uh, and that's that is really uh, has always been my goal there. Uh, so I plan to do that. Uh, one of my other plans is, this year is to look after me. Uh, I've I've put so much of myself aside to try and build this brand and and go forth in this that this year I've realised I need to look after me because even if I'm doing something I'm passionate about, if you forget your needs as a person, a human being, that um, uh, you can be unhappy still doing something you're passionate about. So, yeah, doing what I'm doing within Rotorite plus looking after number one. So, So, yeah, that's me. It was good to go home and get your mojo back then. Yeah, yeah. I go home, say, every three months, but I'd go home for, say, a week or two and then be on a plane somewhere else again. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I've only been home for what, around three weeks now, but I did have a point in time over in America where I was away, completely away from, uh, all of the, um, the, uh, the quad flying stuff. I was with my girlfriend over there, Kathleen, just having some quiet time, just trying to disconnect from it all. So I've pretty much had a month of just nothing to do with quads or very, very little to do with quads and enjoyed it. I think I needed it. Yeah, sometimes it's a good uh, idea. Who would you be more mad at, catching her kiss, Sharpoo or Tommy? Wait, say that again? <laughs> who, who, would you, who would you be more mad <laughs> Mad. What would make you more angry, her making out with uh, Sharpoo or Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. It's thinking. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, thinking about that a bit too much. I think the thing to do is just yeah, tell Jack I, off for like a weird question. Say, mind your business. Yeah, I, I have no, no, no way no. to answer that question. No, no. <laughs> he said he'd marry he'd marry Tommy, but Sharpu would be his. You know, Carlos would be his like you know mistress. And I'm wondering, his girlfriend. You know, what would he be more upset about between the two of them? Right, I'll have a quick look at the uh, the comments and uh... one last one then because it's we've gone yeah. over by half an hour and yeah, no worries. Dad's been up since six. It's six where he is. So thanks very much for getting up early. No way, Sharpoo's right. in the comments. By the way, oh look out! Any artist goes in and out of motivation. It's the normal process. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit. Sharpoo's here. Yep. Very, very true. Is it true that you and Chad are engaged? <laughs> uh, you missed the man witch with you, Chad, and Tommy. I feel bad now. I think we should stay on for Carlos. 
<laughs> Has Carlos got a um, camera and mic? I, I have no idea. Uh, we have to see if we can organize that another time. Yeah, so no. You gotta, find, you gotta find one more decent, uh, one more decent yeah, question. Time. Tony's oh, just is. so eager. Tony's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, could he ever wants to stop? One more, then, Jack. Oh, a good, good question. See, we're, we're putting the pressure on Jack. On Jack now. Oh yeah. God, he's looking. He's looking. He's looking. These questions oh, are coming in live, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, officially asking the people out there one more good question, and then we can wrap it up. We're not going to leave until you what's your ask one on more. Shot? Just seeing your video looks awesome. Uh, videos. Uh, thoughts on D shot. Um, the difference between the actual protocol, very little to none. Um, one shot, one two five, one shot forty two, multi shot, D shot. Can't Chance. tell the difference. Can't yeah. tell the difference. Uh, uh, Felix always, he said to me right off from the bat, he goes, the only reason why I brought out one shot 42 was to, um, that was just a, a, just a stab at the multi-shot guys. And I totally agree. I, I have, I see absolutely no difference in it. I know people like Joshua Bardwell have done tests, but I'm sorry, I, I see no difference in it. Um, and I've tested them. As, as much as I possibly can. Uh, and Felix has always said the same thing to me. It doesn't make any difference. Um, the difference in D-Shot is it kind of opens up so many other um, abilities. It's not necessarily in the flying. It, it may make that uh, feel better later on with other things that you can do, but there's so many other things, things like never needing to calibrate the ESC ever again, um, a digital si a signal which means it's going to be cleaner signal coming through. So you get less inaccurate um, signals going through. And even if it does have a bad signal that goes through, um, it uh, can, it verifies each one of the signals and throws a bad signal out. So it's just got all these small things that can help in other ways. But if you go from one shot, one, two, five, one shot, 42, multi shot, um, and D shot 600, you won't feel a difference uh, in in the way that it flies. The difference is in the firmware and the ESC hardware. That's the difference there. Uh, sorry, when I say firmware, flight controller firmware. That's the difference that people are feeling. Um, and I remember that because I mean I was probably um, quad mover and myself uh, were the first people to test D shot uh, uh, when Felix first came out of it, uh, other than Felix and himself. And uh, it didn't have any changes. It was just D-Shot that was changed. There was no changes to the firmware, filter software, or anything like that. It was just D-Shot. And I tested it, and I went, I don't feel a difference. So, yeah, I feel a difference. But the difference is that a, a multitude of D-Shot 600 plus the filter software to suit that lots of stuff. So, yeah, the D-Shot itself... I don't feel a difference. It's it's a combination of things, but it does have advantages and it is worthwhile going to for other reasons. And Joshua Bardwell did do a very good series on one shot, one, two, five, uh, multi-shot, lots of stuff, and then D-shot to explain the differences. So that's one area that people, that Joshua does do very well. He's very good at speaking the technical stuff. And probably one of the reasons why I haven't really 
delved into that because he does a really good job there. There's no point in me doubling up on that. Um, and he covers those topics well. So if you want to learn those things, go over to Joshua's channel. And, uh, and, and as he said, today I'm going to teach you something. You're going to learn something. Yeah, that's it. I'll learn something. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, the, only, the only thing is with um, KISS is there's no clear, um, you know, there's no clear official release, is there? For, for D shot, you have to go into the RC forums to get it. Yes, uh, they had a um, a release that um, I'm not sure if they are at the moment because I'm always testing stuff. So uh, they came out with the, I think it was the RC 1.6 or whatever, uh, and mm. that was intended to be the latest stable release, and that's what all of the flow controllers get shipped out on. Um, I believe that's yeah. what they're doing, but don't quote me. Uh, while I was testing that and the other group of people were testing that for stable release, we were also testing D-Shot 600. And uh, at the time, we kind of came to the conclusion that it was still too early in the game to put that on a stable release, and that's why it's still separate. But I'm sure that'll come out on a stable release at some point in time. That said, it's been... A very, 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 very long time since I've had a problem with um, with anything D-Shot. So I started testing D-Shot well before the Ibiza trip. Um, and by the time Hawaii came around, um, I, was not ha I haven't had a single problem with D-Shot since then. So I would class the D-Shot protocol to be mature enough that it's perfectly stable, at least on KISS. I haven't tried it on Betaflight yet. Um, so I can't comment on that, but on KISS at least I would class it as stable, but it just hasn't been implemented into the stable release. I don't think it has, um, but I could be wrong. I, in the, the month or so that I've been offline, I haven't really been taking notice of what's going on, so I could be wrong. Cool. We'll let, no we'll worries. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, especially and thank, thank you for the people that are still listening. Yeah, I, it's really <laughs> impressive. I know, like, sorry, it's been a long one, but yeah, I don't know. I think we just covered some like really important things. Like, um, you know, I just, it's glad to know that you're all right, mate. Yep. You, you know, and Every we're here while, if you ever you, need. Once in a while, you've got to go AWOL and you've just got to basically do your thing for yourself. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm yeah, back. Yeah. I'm back. Good, good. Well, you have been a fantastic guest, and it's been you know an honour to have you on, and yeah, thanks for sharing and uh, joining us on this. So, thank you cheers so for having me. Like yeah. I keep on saying, anytime, guys, I just like chewing the fat and talking about random stuff. And if people want to listen, then hey, we're we're lucky. Most people yeah. certainly did want to listen. We had quite a lot of the listeners in tonight, so yeah. No, good yeah, stuff. Good to hear from you. Yep, yeah. thank you. All eighty-eight of you, eighty-nine. Thank you. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, you've been to let's drone out available uh, every thursday at eight o'clock gmt time and uh tony will stress about it <laughs> <laughs> always always late at 10 past next week probably yeah, yeah. Uh, just and, like and any to, time afterwards of course yeah right. um we just like to let everyone know that Tony is slowly becoming a alcoholic due to I stress him out so much. 
said Jack proudly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Ciao.